Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. New York strip steak. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs. With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the BasketBuds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. Today, we've got Trevon Edwards. We've got Mo Gill. we got Dave DeFore producing. We might have Jay King at some point. We don't know if he woke up yet after a embarrassing, absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. I mean, never again, Sixers. Never again. I don't care if you're 82-0 and 0 next year. We're not buying it. You got to prove it. <laughs> My goodness, like we got a lot to get to today and, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I want to make sure we get to everything. Just so you know, we're not doing the John Morant discussion today. Okay, we had it like listen to the right. show two months ago. We did it. It's the same shit. Okay, just update. He got suspended from offseason team activities, which doesn't mean anything. There isn't. Any. There isn't. Yeah, any. <laughs> what? Like if they have a workout or if they have like a community service that like he doesn't get to go to that. Like, okay. Oh, he's boo-hoo. not going to the draft party. Oh, uh, yeah. He's not going right. to represent them at the lottery. Oh, wait, they don't have a pick in the lottery. It doesn't matter. Like that's <laughs> we're not doing that discussion. There's plenty of good things out that like I'm, I don't want to have it. Uh, in terms of the Sixers, <laughs> dude, I even Sixers fans I saw on Twitter were like, okay, like we can't anymore. Embiid, get your shit together. Harden, we've been knowing about this. Like the James Harden, like this isn't anything new. It's the same thing he did in elimination games in Houston. It's the same thing he's going to do in elimination games in the future. He just doesn't like that. In Houston? Moment. And he's again <laughs> back in Houston again, which is still such a weird rumor, but now I'm starting to believe it. Um look, man, like he doesn't want he doesn't want those games. He doesn't want those moments. He like there's enough of there's a buffet of of options of when he's failed in those moments. Like he doesn't want that. I I think I'm most like Doc Rivers, what, six and ten now in game sevens, which I I I don't know if that is a fair record to to go after because a game seven, like it's a, it's a coin flip. It's tough. Like it okay, is okay, like, I don't okay, okay. Can, can the fair record be 16 and 33 in closeout games? Now that's, that's a record I'm into. That's a record <laughs> now, I'm into. Now yeah. that's and, and, and for context, and I'm stealing this from Mike Prada pop is 33 and 14. <clears throat> I've lost my voice. Um, and, and Eric Spolster, for 21 and 11 in closeout games. And he's, and Doc is 16 and 33, you said? Yeah, he's well below 500. Big shit. He's well below 400. <laughs> 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 if I do my math correctly on that one. Uh, look, um, I think the look, losses happen. Boston's a better team. They're, they're in Boston. I, I don't, it's not that they lost. This shit was 55-55 in the third quarter. And then all of a sudden, 
it was 80 or 85 to 60 or 88 to 60 or something like that. Like, like it was, it was insane. Like what a collapse. Zach, it was so bad. The social media manager never tweeted again. (laughs) That's when you know. That's crazy. Like, like everybody quite quit on that. Like it was just like, wow. You know, like this, this is a crazy differential. Our, I think Tatum had like four, 18 or something like that. I was like, he's going to get 40 tonight. Like, yeah, it's just going to happen. And then like, he just kept making shots and kept making shots and kept making shots. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this is getting away. No, oh, yeah, this is getting away. Is is you know, but I couldn't really, I, again, I still find it hard. Doc Rivers is obviously the easy punch. Right. Punching back. You know what I mean? Like, but there still has to be effort. I chose the bad idea of going on Facebook and talking about Joel's small tear in his knee. Uh-huh. You, st- you said, go on Facebook? Facebook still <laughs> I'm I'm still on Facebook, right? Wow. And one somebody who I respect was like, stop making excuses for the players. He's mm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go out there and play, you perform. That was not MVP level basketball. Watched him. Just throw up stuff. We watched him miss free throws. We watched James Harden have six points at at one point in time. Like the effort was not there. This was yeah. like a team of like the Bart gift where he dumps the cake into the trash can and says, "At least you tried." <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Philly fans are just as passionate as Boston fans. They deserve a competitive team. These guys are, you know, and I'll say they're frauds. They're frauds. They are frauds for one. But then Embiid has the, the, the audacity. Dude, Trey, that, that's what I want. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I just set you up. I'll teach you up. The fucking audacity to say, James and I can't do it on our own. I know. I just watched you shit yourself for two hours. <laughs> I just watched him shit himself for two hours. I know you guys can't do it alone because you've never done it. You can't. I wouldn't like, even, and I wouldn't even talk about that part. Oh, I, well, BJ Tucker scores 11 points in the first quarter. Doesn't score again the rest of the game, but what, he gave you 11 points. That's more yeah. than he ever gives you. Tobias Harris had a game. Tyrese Maxey was fine. But you look how they look sucked. at Look how they look at their teammates. That's your... That is your star player. Yeah. That is your, I don't know if it's the leader. I don't even know who, PJ Tucker might be the leader. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're basically saying these other guys don't matter. Mm-hmm. Or what do you expect? Even Dame chimed in and was like, what? Hold yeah. on. Maybe I don't want to get traded here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play with these type of guys if we're not going to, you know, understand the importance of role guys and how important they are to the success of a team. Yep. You know, I know we as fans of basketball like to say one player is the greatest and this player is the greatest, but they don't get their ultimate goal without the surrounding teammates. Right. There's right. there's no you know, there's no Michael Jordan without a uh, Will Purdue, uh, a, a BJ Armstrong, a John Paxson, a Steve Kerr, a Judd Boosler, a Luke Longley. You can go down the line. There's no LeBron James without a, you know, um, uh, well, 
in this case. Shane Battier. <laughs> nah, I can't go. I, I was going to go Booby Gibson. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, certain guys that were able to attack Damon Jones, et cetera, like, whether they played small roles or big roles, they're important to your journey of winning the ultimate championship, right? The championship yep. that you've tried to do. So that says alone that this person, Embiid, had an individual goal set for himself to win MVP, Right. In yep. order for you to win MVP, your teammates have to get you the ball. In order for you to win MVP, you have to win basketball games, which are helped by your teammates. James bought you a Rolex. You probably would have left James out of that situation if he ain't buy you your first Rolex. Mm -hmm. yep. So in this particular situation, Philly has a problem. Management, everybody's going to have to look into the oh. mirror and I get it and say, hey, this is not – because what I'm reading on the internet – Let's trade everybody but Embiid. Then I'm seeing nobody's looking at Embiid and holding accountability. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'd be, if it was Jokic getting torched by Tatum, we would be running him out of the league at that point. But this game, right. Zach. Hold on, hold on. The internet would not be running Jokic out of the league. We know that. We know that. Well, that that's true. That's fair true. enough. That's fair true. enough. That's no, true. But, but at the beginning of the season, remember the beginning of the season, Trey, I like, I this is stuck in my head, is you said we need to hold – Jokic to did the you? same playoff standards as Embiid, right? Did, and you were yes. right. You were right. Like, we, and we still do. If they get blown out by the Lakers for some reason, like that's another that's another failure for. And this time, no excuses, right? But or at mm -hmm. least I don't think so. Um, but but the point was like, look, we hold these stars to a certain standard, and it needs to be across the board. And it was correct. And Embiid has now gone back under that standard once again. Like, yeah. it, it, like, it's just like, yeah, there's a tear. Yeah, he was sick one time. Yeah, one time he had his face broken. Yeah, one time, one time this, one time that, one time this, one time that. And it's like, but every time he comes up short. Yeah, and that's going to be the standard. Like, yeah. at this point, there's nothing. Like, if you, you either win or you don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't care who they're going to put next to him. Because, again, how bad do you want it? Do you want to be the most dominant? I watched. I got a chance to watch Jokic this season in uh, Game Three against Phoenix. He. I don't care who was out there. That triple double looked buckets effortlessly. <laughs> so I'm looking at it like now. Okay, Lakers fans, AD should have been on the all defensive team. Now make your claim. Now make your claim because you're gonna get you're gonna get this man, and this but, man is a bad, bad man. But, but before we go there, you have to understand this game was lost for the Sixers before it even fucking started. With the the tweet from Woj, which was obviously leaked from somebody with high up within the Sixers about all the referees fucked up calls in Game Six, and then Doc in his pregame press conference at Game Seven saying we won analytically Game Six. Like, by 20. By 20. Like, by 20. Like, you're about to coach game seven, literally this, in like an hour, and this is what you're focused on. Hey, man, he's like, finally aligned with Daryl Warren. That's some Daryl Warren shit to say. Well, him trying to maybe save his job because he knew this yeah. was coming. But more importantly, like, you fucking lost already. Like, I knew at that point, I said, this game's oh, over. Dude, I know they lost the game. Game six, they lost. They, they <laughs> like that. Game six, they scored three points, three in the final six minutes. It's it's ridiculous. Two of, the, two of them were Jaden Springer in garbage time. Right. No, it's, you're at it's, home. You got a chance to put the Celtics away. What's that? I was like, yo, they get yeah, it's in game seven. 
I think they were getting cooked. I was actually surprised it was close in the first half. I thought they'd come out and just wet themselves constantly. And, and they got what they needed from PJ Tucker and all the other role players. Yeah, Everything you, you guys Everybody said was cool. It's it, it's it's those guys. James Harden passing out of yeah. obvious layups. He had yeah. obvious layups and just threw it out. I even saw out. I even saw some Rockets fans going. We apologize. Like <laughs> not all of them, but I even saw Rockets fans on Twitter. Like, yeah, that was our bad. We should have warned you. We should have done no, no. We should have we shouldn't have like pretended that this wasn't anything but what but it was. But it's like, look, man, kind of getting back to the whole like Embiid thing. It's it's like Wesley Snipes said, "White man can't jump." You either smoke or you get smoked, and he got smoked. And this is it. Yeah. Like, and it's every year. And next year we're gonna come back again. He's gonna be awesome in the regular season. But hey, maybe this is the year the Sixers do it. No, the Sixers ain't doing shit. They're just not. Like, you need an exorcism. You need a hypnotism. I don't know. You need something. You need you need someism that that's gonna well, get you over the over the top. I don't, and I don't know what that is. We're gonna. I, I don't even know what the team's gonna look like when they come back. Right. I, like that's like, the real question. I mean, I like I wouldn't trade Embiid, but like. Everybody else, I don't know. I, you know, it might even be worth like, yeah, blow it up, get everyone new around him. Say, okay, you can't do it on your own. You didn't like these teammates? Here's a whole new team. Figure that out. Show me that you're like you're the guy, and that this was their fault. It'll also be nice to have them not chase a uh, MVP trophy all regular well, you season. Think, you think he's not chasing that shit for back to back? He he better get not. He better not get at this point, here, man. Come on, he man. better not. Come on, those comments to to Shams like early, like what was it, two months ago or whatever that was, man. This shit's all bullshit. Of course, you won the MVP. You don't care about it anymore. Get out of here with that. Ridiculous. He's gonna care about it next year. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. His teammate was the guy who cared about it every year over over everything else. Oh, but I mean, like, but what I also mean is the front office constantly pushing. Oh no, and that, and, and Daryl's gonna keep do, doing, no. it, but like. Dude, Daryl Moore's been doing this shit forever. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe the focus should be that energy should be towards fucking winning a championship instead of winning your guy an MVP. Like, maybe that should be the energy. No, 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 no. Because it's always the easy out of like, well, at least we have the MVP. Right. And, and the refs. Oh, blame the refs. Like, that's what Again, it yeah. again, he does um, it all. Uh, the Rockets fucking audit. The Sixers audit. Like, yeah. all of this bullshit. Yeah, I'm sure it's the refs. Um, the uh, What was lost in this shitting on the Sixers here they deserved it uh Jason Taylor 51 like he was, oh my god dude he's like I'm glad because I thought he was bad in that series up until like the last like three minutes I, I guess six, six minutes yeah six minutes <laughs> of mean, game six to be fair it's a make or miss league right yeah you're gonna have some struggles he struggled majority of the series right we knew that he wasn't just gonna just Boot all the way out. Yeah, he was due a game. It was going to happen. You know what I mean? Jalen Brown had been playing, carrying his team pretty much throughout the series, and eventually he was going to find a rhythm. I I didn't love the idea that Joe Mazzulla was like pulled him to the side and said, "Go get the effing ball." You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, Joe, I mean, get out yeah. of here. I mean, Joe's right. I'm not even sure he's coaching the team. You see it in the huddles. It's he's Al not. Horford. It's yeah. Marcus Smart. Like, yeah. I'm not even sure it's he's Brogdon, on. So I didn't, right, didn't want to. Yeah. So I didn't want to give him that the the night he struggled and had 16 or yeah, 16 yeah. in the sec in the fourth quarter. I didn't want to give Missoula that much credit, right? This is a very seasoned 
talented team that mm. runs like a well-oiled machine. They know how to police themselves. They have no tolerance. They don't let any goofy stuff. They don't even pay attention to the whole uh, um, Browns better. You know, this is right. this this reminds me of the the, the Steph KD thing at this point now, right. where the fan base and NBA Twitter are now trying to split these two up. They've been trying to do it for so long. But these two find a way to succeed every year and overachieve. And they're gonna find their, they're gonna find themselves back in the finals again. Yeah. I don't see anybody beating them. I look, shout out to Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler's gonna have an exceptional oh. series, but they don't have Tyler Harrell. And I think this is where Tyler Harrell would have been a huge, 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 make a huge impact in this series against the Celtics. I think Jason Tatum is going to have a great series. That fit, like how he made that look to close it out. Top five. Top Guys. five this season. Guys. Go for it. Go for it. I was waiting on it. <laughs> Do not underestimate heat culture. We know why J. King's not here today. Okay? Hey, white heat. That's we, that's what they got on the shirts. I was I felt the way about that, but so, <laughs> I was gonna say like that sounds too. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's maybe not. Let's just stick with day. let's just stick with heat culture, guys. Let's just stick with heat culture. Let's not white heat. Uh. Like they didn't have to. They could have just said heat. Heat. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but white heat. heat? Yeah. What's white heat? White heat is well. I could. Uh, well, let's leave it alone. Let's yeah, let's say uh, yeah, that's a whole. That's a whole other podcast. Hey, all, they got they whole. got too hyped about Duncan and Max. <laughs> you see, Max Bruce and Kevin and, and Love ben, came in. Kevin Love came in. That's they all got, it you took. Know, Tyler Hero. They, yeah, we'll be back, hey, baby. You, you know? know what's crazy? The Miami Heat are holding it down for the white players. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. They put they putting out effective white players. On the court, yeah, and they're doing it. They're getting they're getting white players paid. Like that's what they're doing. They're like you got Duncan paid. Max is about to get paid. Who knows? Kevin Love might not get another good contract. Tyler Hero got paid. Like you, you know, if anything, Jay King should be in in on that. But and look, Jimmy's I, listening to country music in the locker room. Ben listening to country music. Like, yeah, Jimmy loves country music. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. So yeah. it's the culture. Breed all white the, heat uh, culture. I love it. I so, uh, I like I we all know that Jay King's a coward and, and that he is um, afraid of the heat. Uh, there's a clip of him from Thursday's point of contention where he says he balanced down to the heat. And he's not going to doubt Eric Spolster or anything. I do think Eric Spolster has something here in this series for the Celtics. Now the Celtics have a talent advantage big time, right? That is a much more talented team, but still were the bucks. You know, like the Bucks seemed unbeatable, and then what happened? Like, yeah, there was a Giannis injury, but he was back, and they still smoked his ass. Like, they it still was... should have won without Giannis. I'm tired. That's bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah, they should have. They absolutely should have. See, saw what happened in Game Two of that series. Yeah. Like, they kicked their ass. Like, it should have been more of that. Um, but I do think like the biggest nightmare we have as an NBA is a Miami Denver Finals. That is. I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I don't believe in the league getting in the way. I do think something's going to happen here. I do think that, like, there's not a chance in hell we're getting Miami and Denver. If it was a David Stern run league, oh, I would, I would, I would be, there'd be a lead pipe to to Jimmy Butler's knee right now. Adam Silver is not doing it. I don't know. He's, I don't know. No, 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 no. He's too nice. He's too nice. 
we have a history of it. He's too nice. He's just going to be like, oh, shucks. Um, so you, type you of calling the righty out of the bullpen. You call in <laughs> Scott Foster and you just say, all right, Scott, go to work. This is what but, you need to do. But can we just talk about this Boston Miami series? Because, Zach, you're 100% right. Absolutely. The talent, this advantage is all in Boston's favor for mm. the most part. And I just look at this team for no other reason than going like, they're going to lose to the Heat. You can talk about, you can talk about how Jason Tatum finished this series and all that stuff. Every time we think this Celtics team is taking a step forward, they fuck around and what they, and they pull up. what, what is, like, cause this is a team that should have just rolled through these two series, right? It's, it's, it's the fact, but, but, they, the but, they won, but they, but they also won. So like they did end up winning. I mean, we look, I'm not making this comparison like a one-to-one. I'm just saying the mentality of it. And it's not the same thing, but like for years, like, you know, Shaq and Kobe didn't take the most, like, you know, most of their matchups all that seriously in the playoffs. And they still rolled through. Like, uh, there might be a point where they're just like, yeah, we know, like, we know it's going to swing in our favor at this point. You know? Right. Well, it's it's the, the fuck around, find out part, right? Like, yeah. they've been fucking around for two series, almost found out in the last series. Might it happen again. But my other thing, too, just the one thing I'd say is, I think this Heat team is just tougher just a tougher team they're than good, the Celtics man. team. They're, they're also like, good. Like they're, they're, they're good. They're, they're good. They're good. Yeah. I, I, I will. Let's see how their shooting holds up with everything like that. Suppose an evil genius, but like, I just, I, I just look at the toughness factor and I just feel like they're going to beat the shit out of these guys physically. And, but, yeah. and I think it's going to be a long series, but I think the heat are actually going to win. Like the more I look at it, like, like the heat are going to the finals. I mean, don't, don't let that happen. I'm just telling you, don't let that. Like I don't you, want like, a for podcast the, with for you the, if that for the good of the for the good of the podcast. <laughs> like I don't even want this to happen. Okay, like I, I, I I'm rooting I, for the Celtics in this one because if the Heat beat Boston again, like I are we going to call Jay King during the uh, Boston press conference? Call again? fucking Brad Stevens during the press yeah. conference. <laughs> um, I do think the, this the, is the, probably. The, I I think I don't I haven't looked at any like predictions or like the um the betting lines or anything like that. I, I do think um, I'm guessing Boston is heavily favored. And I think a big chunk of that is that eight next to the Miami heat's name. But if you look at it, like Trey, this heat team, granted, they underperformed all season long. Like they really did. But first of all, it it was the, it was the one seed last, it was the one seed last year. And it's pretty much the same team. It's just PJ's gone. Yeah. Like, but it's pretty much the same. I mean, I, I know Tyler's hurt right now too, but like, it's pretty much the same team. Yeah, I mean, like it's like I said, it's hard to doubt LeBron and it's hard to doubt Spo. Mm-hmm. These are two people that you have to respect in this game because not only they're unpredictable, but it's hard to count them out because they've delivered with their back against the wall so so much. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Two. When, when it really counts, like if LeBron gets there, LeBron's going to probably get a chance to probably finish the job, right? Right. If Spo gets there, if Spo's even put in the Eastern Conference final situation, most likely he's going to figure a way to come out out top. Now, do I like Spo coaching against uh, Joe Mazzula? Yeah, I'm going to take that chance. But... The way Jason Tatum, I think Jason Tatum is going to break out. I just feel it. Like, I just don't see, I just, I think that right now the Heat are riding heavy. Uh, Jimmy's that, that Camry that you had since high school. 
and <laughs> since high school and now you're in your second year of marriage mm -hmm. you know what i mean like old faithful how long can we have this old faithful because at the end of the day he's got you through good bad he's going to defend he's going to score you know he's not going to complain he's just going to show up but when them shots not falling yeah, you're looking at Kevin Love and you looking at Gabe Vincent <laughs> and you looking at these other people and it's like well, Jimmy gave his all. Um, yeah, like I so the Celtics are minus five hundred to win this series on Bet MGM. Um, I do think like I think Butler can shut down Tatum for this series, but then he won't have like I don't know if he'll have anything. Offensively, and then yeah, like there, there is and a, like, a trade-off. Yeah, like he, I mean, he is, a, he's a badass, but like there is only so much you can ask him to do with that. Um, like this is gonna have to be Spo wins it schematically, right? Spo just completely outcoaches Joe Mazzula, and at the same time, like you get a little help from something. But I do think it's like I think it's possible. I think minus five hundred is disrespectful to Heat. Oh, that's a that's a big number, man. That's a that's a that's a big number. And yeah. I think that's that's wild in essence. And you guys are right. It's going to require a lot from Jimmy Butler to have to do all of that stuff. And then just remember last year, they had P.J. Tucker. That was a big difference for them defensively in that uh, uh, team for the Heat to force us to seven games. Just I just don't trust the Celtics team to not act like assholes and blow two games just because they're bored. And I mean, like, just <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the Hawks series should have never gone six games, let alone five. Yeah. I mean, they were, I said it from the beginning of this Philly series, they were the more talented team against the Sixers team. They blew game one because no Embiid. They stupidly game five, just the way they end game five is just dumb. Like, I just, I don't trust this team to be smart enough, smart in that way and, and, and calculated in that sense. And I'm just going to roll through maximum chaos and go with the Miami Heat again. Like, this is just, I don't trust this team. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. Uh, let's go over to the Western Conference where uh, the Golden State Warriors' anemic title defense is finally over. They've finally been put out of their misery. Um, just, I mean, look, we can be honest. Like They got their ass kicked in the series. Oh, yeah. They got completely dominated. And I like it's not so much like how it happened. We know Jordan Poole sucked. Klay Thompson was terrible. They didn't have enough around Steph. And, and even then, Steph didn't fully do enough. And maybe that's not fair, but whatever. You're the star. Like, we got to keep it even across the board, right? Like, there were times he could have been better, and he wasn't. Um, this Lakers team was just better. But for me, it, 
it's more about like what's next, right? Like they said all the right things. Draymond wants to be here forever. He wants to play with his guys forever and all this stuff. Okay, great. But what happens if Joe Lacob's like, yeah, for sure. Like here's four years, $100 million. Like, is he taking that or is he taking a max? Like what is Clay Thompson who makes like what, like 43 next year or something like that. He's up for an extension. Is he taking the, is he actually going to take the Andrew Wiggins like pay cut on the extension? Right. Like there's, Everyone's saying the right things, but how do you get Jordan Poole back to being a good player? And was he before? He was, I mean, he was meaningful in their playoff run. Yeah, like he yeah. wasn't fucking yeah. zero points every game. Like he yeah. was like he was solid. Um, like if you get that out of him for the money you're you're paying him, like how do you get him to that point? How do you get their team chemistry back? How do you get Jonathan Kuminga on the floor? How do you get Moses Moody on the floor throughout the season? How do you like get this team to be deeper with, you know, bargain bin guys who are hopefully chasing a ring. Are they going to chase a ring with the warriors or is that completely out the window? Like I, well, I just don't know. Everything sounds great in that, in that press conference, but when we get down to the money, the money always wins, always wins. And, yeah. and we have to just remember the whole, the new CBA, the second apron, mm-hmm. all of that stuff is it's very punitive. But I think the most important guy we got to look at the first domino to fall is Bob Myers. Is he going to be back? Like he's, I, it will be very interesting to see if Bob Myers can come to an agreement and, 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 you know, kind of extend his deal and be there much longer as team president. And if that's the case, then I could, then I could see a situation where everybody's coming back. They'll find a way to pull it all together and, and, and go forward again. But if he's gone, I think that's the first domino where I'm like, well, at least one of Dre or Clay is not coming back. Like I, I could see that genuinely being a thing because I think he would be the guy to bring it together, and that's that's the first piece I'm watching for. What do you think? Like, I we've Trey, we've made the Draymond jokes all year of like he's going to be a Laker, he's going to be a Laker, he's going to be a Laker, right? <laughs> it, it, is he going to be a Laker? I don't think he's going to be a Laker at all. Do you think I he sticks be- around with the Warriors? You know where I think he ends up? Phoenix. Hmm. Phoenix. That's what I was going to think. His teammate, Matt Ishbia. That's true. Yeah, that's his guy, right? No, I mean, it's a little late. It's <laughs> like 12 the, years before he was there. But I'm just saying, at this point, he wants to get paid. That's the main thing. He wants to get paid. I mean, I understand the the, the bromance between him and Braun. Um, I joked around like this is his, you know, LeBron's his dream friend. I don't mm-hmm. believe he played a double agent. I don't believe that. Hold on, Trey. He, I'm uh, so sorry to cut you Jesus off. Jesus Christ. Jay, put a fucking shirt on. You show up 30 minutes uh, late to this podcast, 40 minutes late to this podcast, and you're shirtless? I'm Jimmy Butler. You're not. Go put no, a shirt on. No, put on a goddamn shirt on. <laughs> Look at me, butthead. More like right. Jimmy butthead. Are you drunk? What the fuck, Jay? He's South Beach ready. Oh, yeah. You, is this what up. it is? You finally get to go to Miami? Up. It's noon. <laughs> hey, it's noon where you are. J- hey, just I, make sure. I woke sure. up earlier and then I fell back asleep. Man, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep lately. I don't Hey, just make sure okay. you a lot of work. Just put some suntan lotion on, man. I don't want to see you, your little red skin. It's a, it's a lot of, yeah, no, yeah. We don't need to see, we don't need to see Lobster Jay. We don't need to see main, main Lobster Jay. This oh, is not what we need. This is also, you guys. Oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, try cover the whole fucking league. It's a lot of work. 
this is a lot this of work. Better, I, this better go on YouTube. I know this is going yeah, on this YouTube, Dave. That's why I this came man, this, put, a, put a shirt hey, on. This man, has a ba- this man has a backwards hat on. Backwards hat. With he no could, shirt on, he bro. He could not be more Cape Cod right now. Like I, this do dude wanna, I do <laughs> not want to see this. Sh- I do not want to see the shorts he's wearing, but I uh, get it. No. Uh, no, 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 The reactions is so good. But yeah, man, I see this team. First of all, we talking about Draymond. We need to worry about Clay. They're gonna have to ask Clay. Bad dude, Clay. For one, they're gonna have to ask Clay to come off the bench. That's the that's the start. Yeah. Secondly, they gotta ask Clay to take a pay cut. Yeah. It's not happening. It's not happening. He's like he's got to be in like the twenty to twenty five range. Yeah. Yeah. And all these guys feel like they're above the business side of it. We're family. They're on the Dominic Toretto type stuff. Your go to shirt was a polo. I knew Zach was going to say something. (laughs) This is a shirt I had on yesterday. That's even worse. But look, all I'm (laughs) look, guys, the Warriors have their hands full. I wouldn't be surprised if Steph got these guys to return and they surrounded themselves with some other players or we could shake things up and it'd be the death of a dynasty. It'd be a great storyline for LeBron to say that he ended another dynasty or something like that or being funny. Right. But. I see Clay being out, and I see Dre being out. Mm. And then because, what? Like, what do they have after that? Well, it's that. not even about that. I think it's just you have to look at it and say, well, Steph, we're going to do what it takes to bring the best guys for you. And we see guys like Chris Middleton next to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and we see guys like where it looks like NBA 2K – Year twenty twenty eight. Yes, in a, You're just in, like, a, in a in a simulated season, yeah, like right. Steph's playing with these guys now. Yeah, that's why. Like, why is Mozgov back? This is Luau <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Josh McRoberts got signed with the Um, I see. See, I think they should just bring back all the main pieces at the money it's going to take with the new yeah. CBA. Is it- here, here's my takeaway, my biggest takeaway from that Lakers series. They lost because they were way too freaking small and because their supporting cast just wasn't good enough. Clay started forcing shots because his supporting cast wasn't good enough. They did not have one player other than Steph who could create a shot, and I'm not including Jordan Poole because he could create shots and he was going to miss them. He was so bad. Yes. He was so bad. But, but Jordan Poole has hope. Like He was pretty good a year ago. Even in the playoffs a year ago, he was pretty good. And so, so Jordan Poole has hope. You got to hope with a an off season he comes back better. I just I believe in, in Draymond. I believe in Clay, and and I just think they need another wing, at least one more wing, probably three or four more wings. They were they were playing against the Lakers lineup that had Schroeder, Russell, and Reeves, and they were still tiny. Mm-hmm. They were still tiny. Like, you just need more size. You need more athleticism. Just give Steph a chance. They could have won that series. They had, I mean, game four, if Lonnie Walker doesn't go crazy, if they don't completely collapse down the stretch, they win that game. But there was just so much on Steph. Uh, they need they need to definitely upgrade on the wing. But I, I would run it back. I think those guys actually have enough left to, to compete for a championship again. It's hard, man. I just think the money side of it, the second apron, to, to be able to add 
the the depth you want to talk about. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that with the new CBA and everything that comes into it. And I think that's the the issue for them. And and they've gotten older. But, Their defense has gotten because, weaker. Well, also, but, the only, but you the can only either... way you go ahead. I was going to say the only way you can add talent is by trading those guys. Right. You and can't just like replace their salary slots, right? Like it's right. It, you can't listen. Draymond and Clay could both walk out the door and I know Clay has the, uh, is still under contract, but that they're so far over the tax. It would just relieve their tax bill. It wouldn't make it. They wouldn't have more cap space yeah. all of a sudden because they're so far over with that stuff. And I think it's just easy for us to say, yeah, just add more talent, you know? And, and, and yeah, the core is the core. It's just so goddamn hard to. And then the West, the but, West is pretty wild. Like I feel like we're gonna have even a a, a a deeper Western Conference next year. And I don't know if there's a guarantee to say that they're gonna be able to to keep up with that. But Kaminga either has trade value because he's super intriguing, or sure. he's gonna be a player, or he's gonna be a player. And obviously, right, but, Kerr didn't think he was ready this year, but like. Jay, the the issue either with that way is that'd be a piece of of the rotation. They need him to be a player now, right? And 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 maybe he could be. Maybe he could be. Like he's apparently going to go do a tour, pick up games this summer, and like that's you know he's going to show what he can do, which is fine. <laughs> but but even if he gets traded, he has such a small salary number. Like right. how much are you bringing back there? Right? Like again, it's there's six point seven so million. Much, yeah, there's only and okay, you attach him to something. I but like. I like I just I don't I don't see a a one for one one for two two for one scenario where you unless you're moving that core all of all at once that you just easily like go get another star to put next to Steph like I just I just don't I think they're I think they're kind of boned like I they're probably the best thing is to pay the money bring everybody back and hope that that right they were, out, like right. their defiance was correct right like hope that that's what it was like where it's just like, yeah, they can do, they can do a lot better. Was, this was just a bad title defense. Um, moving on to part two of our bubble remix, Denver <laughs> versus, versus LA. Um, the Lakers to their credit, man, they, they look like monsters defensively. I still think the offense is pretty weak, but like defensively, they look like monsters out there that will be tested. Right, like yes. that—that's going to be tested, and all this talk of uh, AD defense this and AD defense that—it's been there, but they don't have the size they had the last time they played Denver in the playoffs in the bubble to contend with Jokic. Like this is now like Anthony Davis has to guard him every possession. I guess they can dust off Mo Bamba if his ankle's okay, but like so they have they LeBron guard him. No, you can't. No, do that. no, not 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 at this not at but, this late in his career. I don't think you could. Not consistent, like maybe a, the, in a, a de- like a possession here, possession switch, there, but not yes. enough to like the, make it a strategy. The, the only reason why I would suggest that is because they need Anthony Davis protecting the rim. Agreed. And if Anthony yes. Davis yeah, is yeah. out guarding Jokic at the arc, then they they're gonna have Reeves, Schroeder, Russell on the back line. Like I just don't think that's big enough. I think they might have to try LeBron at some point in this series, at least for a little while, to keep LeBron to keep AD near the rim, to have him guard Aaron Gordon, to take away I mean, some of that stuff. May, if you play zone like almost exclusively, then yeah, I, I mean maybe, but I I think like, man, I, I don't get me wrong, LeBron's fucking strong. Like LeBron is obviously like a, a 
a physical beast, but Jokic just pushes monsters around like it's nothing. Like Jokic, like Jokic just like bumps a guy and they then they fall back. He shoves a guy like they fall back on the post. Like there's nothing physically. Like I don't know how many people can can physically do that. And I just I don't think Le- I mean LeBron will have leverage for being the low man and all that shit like there's some science behind it but for the most part like Jokic just moves people he moves these big guys out of the way I don't know if LeBron can physically hold up and then on the other like is this foot okay is he trying to do that on one foot still like I just I don't know what like what he would then be able to give on the other end of the floor maybe I'm I'm doubting LeBron too much I just I think that's asking way too much of a 38 year old three or four years ago I think that'd be the right thing to do Jay you could have done was, in the bubble for sure. Yeah, yeah I think in the bubble yeah. that could have been something. Yeah, I, I I don't know if LeBron could hold up and do that, and then do what he has to do on the offensive end as well. And I think that's going to be one of those things again. Like we're we're talking about it with Jimmy Butler. I think that's a tough one to ask of LeBron to do. It's going to be a hard hard job for AD defensively this series. But if they're going to move on, he needs to be that guy that everybody tells us. All the Laker fans tell us he's this guy and all that. He needs to be that guy, not for one game, not not one good game, bad game, good game. He needs to be the whole fucking series, and that's going to be the deal for them. Hey, in the words of the great Michael Jeffrey Jordan, it's easy to talk trash, man. (laughs) (laughs) When you leading. Yeah. But I want to hear the trash talk when it's zero, zero. Mm -hmm. You feel me? You know, Zach, I know you don't, you got this disdain for Aaron Gordon. I yeah. think he gonna be good on LeBron, bro. It better be. Well, I mean, well, a, he ain't got not, no choice. It's not a disdain. It's an accurate representation of what he's been in this league. Like he just hasn't been very good. He's been a good idea. Now, granted, this is the what he's played this year. This is the best he's ever played by far. Like I just don't think he was good in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Like he he wasn't a winning basketball player in Orlando. You put him around these guys, it looks a lot better. And the way he defended Kevin Durant was really good. Uh, if he could do that again against LeBron, like, yeah, like that's a, that's a dude who has learned how to play winning basketball, but he wasn't a winning player before this year, in my opinion, Like he just wasn't. Yeah. I mean, now. I mean, I mean, shoot at this point, bro, anything can happen. Mark Jackson got an interview. So <laughs> JJ Reddick got an interview. I mean, come on. What I mean, we could, we could talk about this all day. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I'm a whole saying. other show. Uh, I wonder if working for ESPN has anything to do. Well, wait, we can get into that another time. That's a whole, yeah, I'm sure there's. The news was broken. JJ Redick news was broken by ESPN. No, nah, nah, don't worry about it. We, we don't have to worry about that. Right? <laughs> that's a whole, that's, that's, just, that's a distraction. Um, yeah, Trey, I look, look, man, I, uh, like, you're right. I, anything can happen here i do think like i think this nuggets team is is the better team yeah um i also like admittedly have been doubting the lakers is like for months like i, I have to like like i have and, to every and, step and, of the way and they're good like they like you like they they have become a good team they weren't they were a bad team but they became a good team and like, yeah, help, like switching out half your rotation helps that um, the way Austin but Reeves has stepped up has been big. You, if you know the get... funny thing is Zach about switching out half the rotation. Beasley doesn't play at all. Vanderbilt barely played in that series. But that I was mean, a it's bad like... matchup for Vanderbilt. No, no, like, no, I, I think I, he, I he plays a lot in this series. Yeah. 
I, I, I get it, but I'm just saying like they got here largely with just D'Angelo Russell kind of playing key role for them. Like the one, one out of the three pieces they traded for were, well, were even he, like he was not, he had ups consistent. and downs, but yeah, but, but when he was on, it was just what they needed when they needed. Yeah. Him. No, this, was, but this was like, this was just AD and Austin Reeves went fucking nuts. Like that's what that was. Um, the most I fascinating think, part about the Lakers is they've turned a bunch of inconsistent players into a consistent supporting cast. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a good way to put it. Like, yeah. like you, you never know who's going to show up, but a couple of them always seem to. And Austin Reeves has been consistent. He's efficient. He can run their offense sometimes when LeBron needs a breather or mm-hmm. just wants to. He's the third best player. He's the third best player. I think it's. He, he is good. And I think he's going to test Jokic in, in like his ability to draw fouls, his ability to be shifty around the rim is going to be tough on Jokic sometimes. But like, I'm just wildly impressed by the way Darvin Ham has pushed the right buttons to find the Lonnie Walker, to find the D'Angelo Russell sometimes. And it's like, those guys, they've a bunch of them. Rui, I'll throw him in there too. They haven't been defensive minded guys. This is a defensive minded team that locks yep. up, and and they they obviously do what they're supposed to do: funnel the ball to Anthony Davis, use his talents as, as well as possible. And this is just like it's a really good team. I have slept on the Lakers because I have not loved a lot of the players that they've had in the past. But this team knows what it's doing and always gets something from that supporting let cast. Me, let me ask this: Is it because we did like we did dismiss them, right? Sleep yes. on them, whatever. Is it that, or is it like now you have to keep proving it? Like you don't just get to play well for a month and then it's like, oh yeah, they're good. Like no, you have to like keep proving it. Like don't they, get me wrong, we, we were we were wrong. Like you and I were wrong. I mean, Mo, you didn't. You were maybe more. You were high. No, I was wrong. No, I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong. They, right. I was yeah. wrong. So, like, the, the three of us were they, wrong, but at the same time, like, they had nothing to make you believe that that we wouldn't be right. You know, like, yeah, they, like, and it's, and it's and, okay that like they evolved throughout the course of two, three months and and became a team. And they have proven it. Yeah, LeBron went. LeBron went out, and they won a bunch of games in the regular season. That's when like it started like getting like like hold on a sec like there might be something here. They drew the Grizzlies, and obviously the Grizzlies have become a punchline. That's a talented team. That's a tough team to beat, and mm-hmm. and they controlled that whole series. They they draw the Warriors, who obviously they weren't a great team either. Obviously they had roster holes. Obviously they weren't the same as their championship level squad last year. They controlled again that whole series and by the end of it it was clear that was a totally lopsided series and i'm just i bowed down to lake just like i bowed down to heat culture last last year i bowed down to lebron i bowed down last to Anthony year Davis. i bowed down to darvin ham and i bowed down honestly like i mean it's ham's it's a because great coach he's done he's done a great job sorry yeah. sorry sorry Let me, okay yeah. he's done a great job with yes. this team and i yeah. think that's the, it's, it's the pushing buttons what jay was saying about finding the right guy at the right moment you know like some i think, I think that's i think like look there are a lot of good coaches were former role players but i think that's the i think that's right. the like he this dude was always a role player and knowing what that takes to get the role players going like i think that plays a massive role in that yeah and 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 i just think overall with this team is they figured themselves out like come on like before the rust trade like they had no idea who the hell they were and i feel like now right. they have a solid identity 
And at least they have that going forward. And then they can just build upon that. And that's what they've done through the entire playoffs. And to your question, Zach, just kind of like, you know, is it just play well for a month or is this really good? I think this is a good team. Think if they yeah, because it's team, been like three months now, right? Yeah, like if you, I, I, I think if they had it the whole season, this is a team that's probably like third or fourth in the West, like kind of standing yeah. sort of things in that scenario. So I feel like they're, they Unfor- know what they I mean, need to do, but this is a tough, Denver's a tough fucking assignment. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be that's going to be a really good series. That's going to be a really really interesting series. Um all right, last thing we got here, Monty Williams uh fired I think that was obvious. I'm actually just a little surprised that it's just Monty Williams. But I know they fired like some scouting people and like an executive. But I thought, I thought Ishby was going to clean house. I thought James Jones was going to be gone, and we'll see like what happens with this roster. Um, but at least for now, Monty Williams is out. Uh, I like look. Monty did a really good job there. He helped turn them into a winner for the first time since you know Steve Nash was there. Like the the. the this was a garbage organization for about a decade. And then Monty came in and, and obviously like Chris Paul coming to the, to the team helped reset the culture a lot anyway, and, and help them get to a winning, a winning style. But yeah, like part of me thinks Monty got a raw deal here. Part of me thinks like, yeah, he, you know, he probably took them to about their limit. Like they made the finals once they've flamed out spectacularly the last two years. Like maybe, you know, maybe he is just the guy that gets them to a certain a certain point, and then now it's on another coach to to move forward. But it let's say the rumors of Ty Lue happen. Jay, is that the guy to get the Suns over the top? Or I mean, obviously they're gonna have to fill out this rotation more. But I mean, is like is it about the coach or is it about the personnel? Because like we were we were counting on like the, the, campaign and Landry Shamit and yeah. Jock Landale and Terrence Ross to make big contributions here. This year it was about the personnel. This year was definitely like their supporting cast just wasn't good enough. They did not have the continuity to deal with Denver. They'd never had enough options to to stop that, and it it would not have mattered. But a new owner comes in. A lot of the time, a new owner wants to hire somebody he's comfortable with, somebody that that he wants to hire, and and where Monty Williams. I don't want to say failed because he changed that culture. He changed that team. He he instilled the took belief. Took them to the and, finals. And, I mean, and made they, them winners and took them to the finals. But it, the DeAndre Ayton thing went totally sideways, and it was clear there was a huge divide between Ayton and the organization, Ayton and Monty Williams at times, and that never ever got better. And the other piece, I mean, Jay Crowder did not end yeah. up helping the Milwaukee Bucks at all. But that's another guy who was 
in the starting lineup, a, a major part of who they were. And they, as an organization, could not connect with Jay Crowder, could not convince him to stay, could not convince him to take a smaller role. And so to me, that's, that's where Monty Williams was not enough. And that's where Monty Williams let down the Suns in some way. And I think that that's part of the reason why he lost his job. But he was great. And overall, like Monty Williams did an incredible job. Yeah. But but when you lose two of the pieces in your rotation or lose the bond with two of the players in your rotation and it, it goes as publicly as it did, I, I think it's it's understandable why a new owner would come in and think, okay, there, there are other great options available right now, great coaches on the market right now who will be dying to coach Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Yeah. And it's a new and, owner. Like, new owners do this shit, man. Yeah. New yeah. Owners, and again, like, like, Monty Williams was great. Like, I, I'm I'm not I'm not saying he didn't do a great job. He turned around that franchise. The Suns were a joke until they went into the bubble with Monty Williams and went 8-0 and turned around everything. But but I understand wanting a, a new voice when when those things happened and there are such qualified candidates out there. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, this isn't an indictment of his coaching job or his ability to coach. I think time just ran out on him in that place. Like, it was time for them to find a new voice with all that stuff. Kind of like, I need to fuck. Um, the uh, whole situation, though, I think is – I don't know if they can go get Ty Lue. Like, I think that's the big thing. Like, everybody's talking about, you know, they'd be really interested in Ty Lue. That's going to probably require a trade. And they they can't give up more assets to go get a coach when they need to actually, like, build well, a roster themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, they need to build the roster themselves. What if they're themselves. like, hey, we'll give you Landry back? Yeah, right. Clippers <laughs> might actually take that. <laughs> but the um, I think the uh, – when you say, like, what kind of coach – I don't even know what kind of coach they need at this point because they don't even have a roster. We just know they have two guys for sure. After that, who knows what this team's going to look like? ANCP could be gone. Whole deal. I mean, I this is going to be an interesting one in terms of keeping an eye on them for the offseason. But as Jay said, like Budenholzer, um, I don't like him, but Nick Nurse is going to get mentioned. You, uh, you know, everybody's going to kind of name be thrown around for this one. This is going to probably be the prize job right now that's open. And we'll, between that and Milwaukee, I think it'll be interesting to see where those both those organizations land. I wonder if Ime Odoka's sitting in Houston like, what was I what doing? Why did I, why, why did I, yeah. why did I go so early? Oh, he, he's going to get James Harden, though. He'll be fine. Yeah. Well, it just depends on who Isaiah Thomas wants to hire. Whoops, that's all the time we have for today, folks. Make sure you're checking us out on YouTube so you can see a shirtless J. King. Make sure you are subscribed to The Bounce. In, in, in the Is that really a good ad for YouTube? Look, man, what, you know, some people are into some weird shit on the internet. I don't know. What, are you flexing right now? How did your muscles yes. get smaller while you flexed? Uh, that's going <laughs> to you subscribe to the bounce. Uh, make sure you check out all of Jake King's incredible coverage of the Celtics as they lose to the Miami Heat in the next round. For Jake King, for Trevon Edwards, for Modecula, I'm Zach Harper. Oh, don't forget Dave DeFore. Uh, this has been Basketball's edition of the Athletic Media Show. Subscribe to the Athletic.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.